Today's show is sponsored by the Restillery. The Restillery creates custom-made lamps out of your favorite used bourbon bottles. We're talking handcrafted artisan work with no two exactly alike. Check out their shop at therestillery.com. That's R-E-S-T-I-L-L-E-R-Y dot com. Today's show is also sponsored by Wilson Artworks. Bourbon fans, if you're looking for heirloom quality handcrafted copper cups coated in silver, Wilson Artworks has the perfect mint julep cup or jigger for you. Check them out at wilsonjulepcups.com. Hey everybody, this is Armand. I'm here with the lovely Samara. This is Bonded in Bourbon. Hey guys. We are here. We are happy to be here for our second episode. We are tired. We have just got back from New Orleans and have had the most amazing, amazing experience at the Bourbon Boule uh, with Black Bourbon Society. It was awesome. Did you get any sleep at all, Samara? Oh my goodness, I'm still trying to catch my breath and recuperate off of basically a month's worth of travel. But like you said, we just got back from New Orleans, finishing up Bourbon Boulay, and it was amazing. Um, And so we should tell everyone what Bourbon Boulay is, right? Um, So Bourbon Boulay is Black Bourbon Society's... um, is Is it a convention? Are we naming it a convention? What are we doing? No, that's so formal. Like it's more like a, it's more like a boule. <laughs> it's like a, it's like our membership gathering. We're going to actually do it annually, um, and it honestly it commemorates our anniversary. So this is year two for Black Bourbon Society, and um, it also kicks off National Bourbon Heritage Month. Uh, the best month out of the entire year, right? Where we can like unapologetically like drink whiskey every day and or bourbon every day and no one can say anything about it. Um, but yeah, we were in New Orleans for three days. And what did we do? Well, you know, I would say for me, the highlight was going and hanging out with some of the wonderful BBS members, getting to meet a lot of the new members, uh, getting to really get to know people, we had a tremendous uh, informal uh, whiskey tasting at uh, Mark Pagani, one of our uh, one of our most prominent members at his home. Thank you so much, Mark, for welcoming us into yes, your home. Thanks, Mark. And we tasted uh, we tasted all kinds of everything from bourbons to scotches to Japanese. Um, for me, probably the highlight of that uh, of that tasting, I had a a Bell Mead sherry oh. cask, and that was a uh, that was really amazing. I really enjoyed that, but um, but that was probably the highlight for me. What about well, for you? Well, we definitely, I definitely enjoyed going over Mark's house, and you know, shout out to Mark Pagani. Thank you so much for lending your home for and welcoming all the members um, from the New Orleans area, and also the members who traveled into New Orleans for that weekend. Um, and I have to just give a special shout out to his partner Andrea Hemming, who made some awesome cocktails. As a matter of fact, she made you your favorite cocktail, which is the Brown Derby. Um, 
you know, she, you know, we actually ended up slaughtering (laughs) um, a bottle of Old Grand Egg, 100 proof. Um, But I think the highlight of that night for me was the um, 140 proof Elijah Craig that um, our member Larry Evans brought over. And oh my God, just tasty. I, I could drink that whole bottle in one sitting. It was just amazing, just rich, robust flavor. Um, and even though it comes in at 140 proof, like it, it doesn't burn. It doesn't, you know, it's not, it didn't even sneak up on you. It just goes down so smooth and just gives the best warm Kentucky hub ever. So I would say that was a highlight for me. Um, but okay, so we've got to move along. What else did we do? We hung out Friday night at Mark Pagani's house, and then Saturday, where did we go? Saturday, we were uh, we had Saturday was yeah. the Angels Envy tasting, right? Um, and so that was also at one of our one of our members, uh, Kelder that and was her at husband. Whiskey and Sticks. And uh, yeah. shout out to both of them. Yeah, at Whiskey and Sticks, which is their new bar uh, in New Orleans, and so. Um, that was a tremendous experience, and uh, you, you tell us a little bit about um, so what Andy with, with Angels Envy. Uh, definitely, you know, we launched off. Um, we talked about Angels Envy, Angels Envy Bourbon, which is uh, barreled or finished in the port cask. But then also, we got a chance to taste what we're actually going to review on the show today, which is the Angels Envy Rye, which is finished in rum cask. Um, so we did a tasting of that, and again. Andrea Hemming and our dear friend who also works on the admin for Black Bourbon Society, Andre Graves, uh, he flew in and they curated cocktails featuring Angels Envy uh, bourbon uh, for the event. And it was just really chill. It was, you know, it was a pop-up event last minute. We had over 40 people there just all making, you know, sipping on the cocktails. We did the tasting of Angel's Envy. And then, you know, Andy even went into the whole Toast the Trees campaign, which is their big campaign that they do during the month of September as well. So it was really good. So tell us a little bit more about uh, Toast for the Trees. Well, Toast for the Trees is, you know, the bourbon industry as a whole has to barrel, you know, their bourbon in wood and the new American oak. So once you use a barrel, you know, it's not reusable for bourbon you know, making the often the bourbon companies often ship off the barrels overseas uh, for scotch and for other projects. But, um, you know, it's kind of has a one time use. And Angels Envy has a very, um, they've taken it on as their social responsibility to really give back. So for every time that you hashtag toast the trees during the month of uh, September on social media, that's on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook, every time you hashtag toast the trees, Angels Envy will go and plant um, a new American oak tree. So the whole point is to replace what they've been using. So we cut down a lot of trees for barrel production and, you know, at the cooperages, but we want to be able to replant those trees for future use and um, just keep our ecosystem going. So um, it's a really great program and we'd love to get behind them on that and we support them every chance that we get. So uh, we got that introduction and got a chance to take some whiskey and, you know, toast up a good Saturday evening. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think they, Andy said their goal this year is to do 20,000 trees. Uh, and so you, you guys that are you guys that are listening, 
uh, when after you listen to this episode, go ahead, take a picture uh, of your Angel's Envy bottles. I'm sure you guys have them uh, and or go out and purchase one uh, as a result of our tasting and our tasting notes and take a picture of it, post it on your social media, hashtag yeah. Toast the Trees. And for every time that you do that, they'll plant a tree. So uh, that's a great cause. And we definitely support uh, Angel's Envy and social responsibility. So. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Then we get into our tasting uh, with uh, Angels Envy Rye, okay. and uh, we'll be back. We've got to talk about this our Sunday. Now for a bit of bourbon lore brought to you by the Staven Thief Society, where you can study and deepen your enjoyment of America's native spirit while becoming an executive bourbon steward. While bourbon could not have anything added to it aside from water and still retain the name bourbon, other whiskeys aren't so constrained. Scotch can have coloring added, and Canadian whiskey can have both color and flavor added. The most common additive is called caramel coloring because of its mouthwatering amber glow. And where is the world's largest maker of caramel coloring base? Louisville, Kentucky. So even when you're drinking something other than bourbon for some reason, you may well be sipping another product from the heart of bourbon country. And that's just one of the many pieces of bourbon history, trivia, and myth you'll learn on your way to becoming an executive bourbon steward with the Staven Thief Society. Sign up for a class today at staventhief.com. On behalf of the Staven Thief Society, I am Samara of Bonded and Bourbon. Armand, tell listeners about the Bar to Go. They've been a longtime sponsor, but people still may not know what they're all about. The Bar to Go features handcrafted American-made traveling mini bars. These canvas or leather pouches will carry everything you need to make a cocktail or take along with your favorite 50 milliliter bottles of bourbon. These things make great gifts for men or women, and you can check out the complete lineup at thebartogo.com, and that is the number two in the web address. Be sure to use the coupon code ABVN to get 30% off your order. Welcome back, everybody. This is Bonded in Bourbon. I'm Armand here with Samara. Today, we are tasting Angel's Envy Rye. We're really excited about it. So, But first, before we get into the tasting, uh, we'll have Samara tell us a little bit about Angel's Envy. Well, Angel's Envy is a three-generation bourbon company uh, founded by Wes Henderson and his dad, Lincoln Henderson, who is, you know, an esteemed uh, bourbon distiller and just really legendary in the bourbon industry with his work that he's done with Brown Foreman and Woodford Reserve and also with Old Forester. Um, Wes and his dad, Lincoln, started this company and really focused on... um, on the finishings of bourbon. So they can't, you know, their first bourbon release was the Angels and V straight bourbon that is finished in a port cask. And, you know, the rye is now finished in a rum cask. Uh, 
And so, you know, uh, Lincoln has since passed on and Wes is now doing this venture with his sons who play really integral roles in the industry. So um, we are really excited to taste this. I got a chance to meet Wes a couple of weeks ago um, on my last trip to Louisville. Um, and I actually went into the distillery and had the tour with his son, Kyle, and really just got a chance to get to know the family story and see the operation that they're doing there. And, it, and they're just doing phenomenal work. There, if you ever get a chance to go to Louisville, please stop by the Angels Envy Distillery. It's in the downtown area of Louisville, and it's just pristine. It's beautiful, and um, it's just an amazing family story, and it's, it's great to see them grow um, in operation and really bring along the sons and watch them you know, develop their own palettes and really get into the distilling business. So very exciting to be working with them. So that's this backstory in that. Oh, we should give more information on Angels Envy Rye, right? <laughs> um, let's do... So Angels Envy Rye is 100 proof. It is uh, 95% rye and 5% malted barley. And it's aged about six to seven years and then finished for at least 18 months in rum casks that were originally uh, cognac barrels. So I am extremely excited to do this review. Um, and I am going to kick it back off to you, Armand, because I want you to start with the nose and um, we'll go from there. What do you say? Well, I'll I'll start with the appearance first and just turn oh, yeah. I pour it in my glass and what is it that I really see? Um, and uh, the appearance is very, very dark to me, which is a, mm -hmm. which is a, it's a pretty unique thing. It's really almost like a copper color. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, if you think about a lot of the uh, bourbons and the whiskeys that we drink, it's going to be, you know, they're more uh, golden. You hear that, you hear that description uh, that you, that people will use, but this is very dark. It's almost like a copper color. So it, it, it intimates that it's going to be very rich in terms of the flavor. Uh, with the nose, I actually find it to be extremely fragrant, extremely uh, fragrant. I think that I probably pick up five or six different things on the nose. The thing that really jumps out is I get almost like a honey graham mm -hmm. cracker uh, scent from it. I also get uh, some chocolate get some uh get some get some caramel notes but really that honey graham cracker really jumps out uh and really just kind of grabs you and really really invites you to, invites you to taste it what about you what'd you get on the uh, on the nose and the appearance well, so for appearance, you know, I agree. It's got this beautiful copper color um, and it's very dark. Um, I have to say Angel's Envy, as far as just the bottling, the, the bottle design of Angel Envy is just beautiful. I love the shape. I love the wings. You know how I feel about wings. <laughs> well, I have this, uh, you guys, I have a, an amazing obsession with just wings and, and feathers. Um, so I absolutely love the whole bottle design. I think it's just sleek. It just looks so modern and contemporary. And again, like I said, when I went to the distillery, it just shines through like they're the whole modern text and the way things are laid out in that facility just only sharpens their image for me. Um, so I just love that, the appearance of it. Um, but then also on the nose, I love the way this smells. It smells like dessert. It just smells 
like super sweet. There's this apricot that I actually pick up. I do pick up the graham crackers that you were talking about. But there's something that's a little more sweet and it's a little bit of honey, but also a little fruity and floral as well. So that's why I'm 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 saying I'm identifying it as apricot, although I'm not quite sure if that's correct. But I get graham crackers, apricots, I do get cinnamon in it, and I kind of feel that that may be that hint of rye that we're picking up. Um, and for once, um, I'm actually getting vanilla. And, you know, we'll talk about this more on the show, but I really do have a hard time picking up vanilla. Um, But for off of this immediately, like I'm able to pick it up. So that just shows how like heavy and sweet and bold the flavor is on the nose for this one for me. All right. Well, based on that, I definitely want to taste it now. Yeah, let's go. I I have to admit, I've been sipping this like for the past three hours. So... (laughs) So I will continue to sip. I have been cheating, but I will continue to sip it now for tasting notes. But um, this is one of my favorites. <laughs> While I sip, I'm going to let you go ahead and start uh, talking about what it is that you tasted. Okay, I just had to pour I'll, a little. I'll bit. come in with mine in a second. Okay, well, I just poured a little bit more, but um, <laughs> I say um, you know sweet vanilla. And it's not regular vanilla because, again, I have a hard time picking it up. But I really got vanilla vanilla bean. Um, And I want to say it's almost like vanilla bean and like this graham cracker crust. So it's almost like this pie that I'm getting, like maybe like a creamy custardy, like a tart or something. Um, I'm just really getting that graham cracker crust, that creamy custardy vanilla bean on top. Um, Maybe even a hint of pineapple because there's something that's really crisp and light in there. Hmm. And, um, you know, you can, it's very heavy on the maple syrup. This is a sweet bourbon or this is a sweet rye it's not a bourbon this is 95 percent rye so it's a sweet rye um and it's just heavy sorghum heavy maple syrup um and you know almost kind of maybe like that heavy caramel um and it so and that kind of goes into the mouthfeel like it's kind of thick it's very viscous it's very syrupy um you know and for it to be a rye I don't get that overpowering pepper that we typically we get out of a traditional rye whiskey. Um, But you can tell the pepper is there, but it's just not overpowering. It is just a nice balance between the sweet and um, the graham cracker and the cinnamon spice and um, that pepper. And actually, the pepper does just kind of read more as a cinnamon instead of just that pepper rye. Um, So again... I'm, you already can tell that I'm going to rank this very high. I just absolutely adore this this whiskey. So for me, I, I find it it was very complex, especially for something that was you know 95 percent oh, one grain. Um, typically, you find a lot of complexity in a lot of your four grains, um, but this one uh, I find to be pretty complex on the palate. Uh, I do get the rye that's not overpowering. I get some uh, a bit of refreshing. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say I didn't get really get the citrus, but almost like a, um, a refreshing tartness, almost like a, like a cranberry even. Uh, and also, I picked up you know, and then of course you get the finish with the rum. So you get the sugar cane oh. that kind of cuts the uh, the sharpness of the of the spice and really smooths it out as it 
passes back across your tongue. I agree with you on the mouthfeel. I can, uh, you know, the word that came to mind for me with the mouthfeel was that it was it's full bodied, uh, and you know, it really does uh, really sit on the tongue and really does uh, cover all mm-hmm. of the areas of your mouth. It's a really good feel. Uh, in the mouth. So I thought that it, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was very a very complex flavor profile. You do get your traditional rye spice, particularly on the front end. But as it passes back across the tongue, you get a lot more of the a lot more of the other traditional bourbon flavors. And then you also do pick up the rum, the sugar cane in the rum. What did you think? Uh, what did you think about the finish? The finish is just a sweet finish. There's nothing that overpowers. Like I said, that pepper, you can taste it on the back end, but it's not something that stings. It's not something that lingers. Um, I would say, and I don't know if you agree with me, Armand, I really say that this whiskey is very flavor forward. I get it more on the top of my tongue and in the middle, but I don't get much on the back at all. It just kind of like I still have a little sweetness dancing around in the on the roof of my mouth, actually. But it's not anything that like burns. I don't have like a, you know, that warm Kentucky hug. I don't have anything sitting in my chest right now. It's just all the flavor is still at the tip of the tongue for me. What do you think? So I actually did get the um, in the finish. I did get rye in the finish. So I did. So the, the spice of the rye. Although it was cut by the sugar cane from the rum, it did pass all the way through to the finish. So I did still get some spice in the finish, but that was it was in a in a good way. Uh, I found it to still be very mm-hmm. warm and medium length. Uh, it definitely was not a short finish. Uh, it lingered a little bit. I did get a little bit of a Kentucky hug, which is a good thing. Uh, I thought that uh, right. the, I thought the finish was very good. I, 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 it was very rare. Uh, to me, even when drinking uh, a rye whiskey, that I will get the, the rye flavor all the way through to the finish. And they managed to do that. Um, right. They managed to do that and still pair it well with the rum, with the rum cask. So I thought it was a very good finish, a very smooth finish. And so, so are you ready to calculate our scores? Yes, I'm so- <laughs> I'm so excited. And I, and I will and I should say again, I've been sipping this for a while, so the finish for me is a little off. <laughs> but um I I totally agree with everything you said. Like the the pepper is definitely there from the rye. Um but yeah, I'm just going to keep drinking it. <laughs> well, all right. Well, we're going to we're going to take a quick break and we're going to you know calculate scores. We'll be back in a second uh, to let you know how we rated Angels Envy Rye. This is Bonded in Bourbon. Hey, babe, there's a lot going on in the world of bourbon right now. Are we planning any trips? We sure are. I'm working on our trip to the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. But wait, that's not until March 20th through the 23rd, 2019. Why would we be working on that one already? The New Orleans Bourbon Festival has gotten so popular. It's a year-round event. Barbara and Tracy are hard at work getting everything lined up and to prepare, they put an early bird ticket price out there right now where you can enjoy the cheapest ticket prices of the year. Plus, if you're considering a VIP experience, those tickets are going fast. 
I think people want to start working on their own plans to attend the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. Where do they need to go and what do they need to do? Get your early bird discount tickets now for the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival at NewOrleansBourbonFestival.com. We'll see you there. Welcome back to Bonded and Bourbon. Armand and Samara here. We are tasting Angels Envy Rye. Uh, we gave our notes just in the last segment, and now we're going to get into our scores. So, Samara, why don't you start off with uh, your score for appearance? So for appearance, again, I just absolutely love this bottle design and the color is just beautiful. Golden, copper, it just looks like just like heaven in a bottle. Of course, it's named Angel's Envy, so I have to give that pun. But um, um, I would say, you know, for appearance and just the sleekness of the bottle design, you know I'm a stickler for that. Um, I'm going to give it a 10. All right, a full 10. I yeah. think that might be our first 10 on Bonded and Bourbon. It's just such um, an identifiable oh. bottle. Like, just sitting on the shelf, it just looks beautiful. Like, I, I just love the bottle and the appearance and also... You know, the color is, is great. So so I gave it a nine. I um I I really I really enjoy the uniqueness of how dark it is and how dark it appears. And so we haven't done uh we haven't done a review of uh of a whiskey that appears that dark in the glass or in the bottle. Uh, so I, I really, I really like that. The copper, which is also uh, further alludes to the darkness of the juice. I thought that that was amazing. I do like the ergonomics of the bottle. I think it is an attractive bottle. Uh, and so I think that uh, I gave, I gave it a nine. Um, the nose, I gave it, uh, I, I thought it was very fragrant, like I said. So uh, I actually gave it a 10 for the nose. And that was just because it really, really was really aggressive in terms of how it grabbed you and really kind of pulled you in, not in a abrasive way. But like I said, with, the, you know, the, the honey graham crackers, you know, very sweet, very kind of reminds you, takes you back to childhood when that was kind of your favorite <laughs> snack when you would eat yes. that kind of stuff. So it was just very inviting. So. That was, uh, you know, so I gave it a 10. I uh, agree. I gave it a 10 as well. You know, I love bold bourbons and we and we should stop because we really know that this is a whiskey right so this is a rye whiskey but even for just whiskey in general i like things that are bold and just like you just feel like it just overwhelms your senses and that's exactly what i get when i smell uh angels envy rye it's just a like you can just smell the bouquet of flavors it's floral it's it's cinnamony it's graham cracker it's everything and it and it makes me you know i'm always sticking my nose in the glenclaren and i'm always asking what is it like what is that smell oh my god that is that that's amazing um and so i just absolutely love the fact that it's just so bold and i also can smell the vanilla which is you know very rare for me so i gave it a 10 too i just think it's dynamic on the smell 
Well, yeah, and speaking of that boldness, that I think that really carries over into the taste, and and that's why I felt like it was very complex. And I ended up giving it actually an, a, a a solid score on the taste. I gave it an eight on the taste, and because really it was very good and complex. Like you get the rice, you get the spiciness of the rye, you get the pepper, but you also do get that honey and that graham cracker and you get that that you get in a lot of in a lot of bourbons and then you still and then the rum really kicks in mm-hmm. uh, as it passes in the middle of your palate uh, the rum really kicks in and the sugar cane and the uh, and even the grape of the cognac uh, will come in and you get so it's just re- all of those flavors blend together in a very 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 good way and so I gave it a solid eight for the taste what did you think about it from the taste i think eight is actually low i gave this a 10 and i just think it's super sweet it's um it's very bold in its flavor the vanilla the the graham cracker crust it's just i thought it was like creamy cheesecake um it's super yummy and I really love the fact that it just knocked off, it just knocked my socks off. I thought it was bold in the nose and also bold in the taste, just a full flavor bomb for me. Um, but I could see how you gave it an eight. You know, for me, I'm not a big uh, rye fan. So for rye fans who really do enjoy that spice, um, there is a lot that actually balances that spice or it kind of acts with that spice so it makes it a little bit more on the sweet side than that pepper that you expect from a 95 percent. so i get the eight but for me i just thought it was the perfect marriage and i really uh want to commend the henderson family for coming up with the idea to put something like a spicy 95 percent rye whiskey in something as sweet and smooth as a rye barrel, as a rum barrel that that also used to be a cognac barrel. I just think it was, it's just a great uh, concept to really play with the finishing and how it affects the flavor. So I gave it a 10. You got three consecutive 10s going here. They are on a a streak here. Um, Well, let's go to the mouthfeel. I I also gave the mouthfeel an eight. I thought it was full bodied, like I said. I thought it was very, it was, it was very viscous. Uh, I thought I think I, I personally do like full bodied mouthfeel uh, for for whiskeys. I don't like it to be very thin or tinny. So uh, I thought that was a very good thing. I gave it an eight. You, you and these eights. <laughs> Uh, you gave more tens. You give more tens than I've given eights. Right. Um, I felt the mouthfeel was great. I, you know, my notes say creamy like custard, thick like syrup. Um, so I gave it a nine for the mouthfeel. I just thought that, you know, it was just it's just super rich for me. And I actually really like that. Um, but I can I can I won't give it a 10. Because it might be just a tad on the thick side for most, um, but I think it is better than an eight. So I'll, I'll, I feel confident in my nine. <laughs> confident in your nine. Well, that's good. All right. Well, then for the finish, I gave it a seven for the finish. I thought the finish was very warm, medium length. You did get a little Kentucky hug. Uh, but it wasn't too wasn't too much. I uh, almost would want it to be a little more. 
even a little more of a of a hug. I did get the rye spice, and so mm-hmm. I did like that. I'm actually uh, I tend not to be as much of a rye drinker, uh, but I did enjoy that because I thought it would provide a good balance to the rum and the and the cognac. So um, I gave it a seven on the finish. What did you think? I gave it an eight. I just knew you were going to come through with another eight. <laughs> but <laughs> I gave it an eight on the finish. I thought, um, you know, the like, again, the pepper it, with that rye, it wasn't super spicy. Um, and it was really bold, but it doesn't really last that long for me. And I think this is where, you know, I kind of lend more towards the higher proof uh, whiskeys because they have those long finishes that just kind of stick with you and make you all warm inside. And I really felt like this had a short finish. The flavor is so bold on the front end. I really wanted it to stick with me a little bit longer and I didn't get that. Um, So I did give it an A for its finish. All right, so what you get up to? What's your total? My total is 47. 47. All right, my 47 total is out of 42 out of 50. So combined, we came in with an 89. That's a really, really solid score there. I think so. That's the, probably the highest score we've had so far, right? I believe that is. Angel Envy. Angel Envy Rye, the high, the high vote getter. Of all the be- all the Black Bourbon Society, bonded in bourbon, bonded in bourbon, Samar and Armand tastings, the highest score so, <laughs> so far, far, so far in two episodes, <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right, all right. So yeah, so we've got Angels and V Rye, eighty nine, solid score. Really excited about it. Go get it. Love to drink yeah. it. Yeah. So what we got coming up next? Toast the trees. Yes, toast the trees. And don't forget. Toast the trees. Yep. Hashtag yep. toast the trees. So, so let's wrap up. What do we got coming up, coming down the pipeline? Um, well, we forgot to talk about our main event for Bourbon Bourbon Boulay, and that was a Sunday event. So let's just quickly highlight that and then we can sign off. Oh yeah, um, that was an amazing event. Absolutely. So on the Sunday, which is the main event for Bourbon Boulay, we um, had a tasting with Maker's Mark and Joe Meddy, um, the local sales rep down in New Orleans. He's an amazing gentleman, um, really hosted us at Barrel Proof, which has an amazing whiskey collection down in uh, the Lower Garden District of New Orleans. And we partied. We partied hard, didn't we? That was a yeah, it was a big party. Great DJ, great food. Yeah, Chris uh, Styles was amazing. Yeah, Liam and Steven, the bartenders, uh, were amazing. We tasted all kinds of different things. Maker's Mark was uh, was was the lead, and we had uh, great cocktails uh, as well. Oh we yeah, old fashioned. Uh, I actually had a Bill Samuels personal favorite cocktail, the uh, Makers 46 Manhattan. Yep, that's uh, his fave. And, and then one of the hot new cocktails that are out there, we had the, the uh, paper plate. And so yeah. uh, we've had a great cocktail menu. Uh, makers came through uh, really, 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 really good for us. And uh, it was just a tremendous experience. It was just like family getting together, uh, dancing to good music. You know how New Orleans loves to party. So oh, yeah. we had a great time. Yeah. yeah, and we'll be doing this every year for Labor Day weekend in New Orleans, Bourbon Boulay. That's our thing. 
right? Yep. Yep. And so if you want to follow us, tell, tell them, babe, where to follow, where they can follow us, where they can find us. So we're on Instagram at Bonded and Bourbon Podcast. And you can also follow, you know, our, our main business is uh, Black Bourbon at Black Bourbon Society. We're also on Instagram. And we're a part of the ABV Network. So you follow a- at ABV Network as well. And um, where, where can they find you, Armand? Uh, you can get me on uh, Instagram at I am Armand, at Twitter at Armand Davis, uh, Facebook also at Armand Davis because I'm old enough to actually still have Facebook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I um, I am Sammy B. Rivers, S-A-M-M-Y-B-E-E Rivers on Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter. But I will say I'm too old to know how Twitter actually works. So that might be better used to follow me on Facebook too. <laughs> so <laughs> Okay. We welcome all Twitter all Twitter tutorials. <laughs> yes. Somebody handle my Twitter for me. Okay. Um okay, let's go home. Let's wrap so, this up. So yep. So so tune in next week when we're gonna do Boo Lambler's Old Scout American Whiskey. That is, uh, we're looking forward to that. That's, we're pretty excited to be doing that. That'll be episode three. So tune in next week when we do that. We do Smooth Ambler, Old Scout American Whiskey. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We're always grateful and love to hear your feedback and follow us and touch, get in touch with us on social media. And this has been Bonded in Bourbon. See you guys. Cheers. Armand, why would someone be interested in a still from Moonshine Still Pro? Well, there are those that want distilled water, and the stills from Moonshine Distilled Pro certainly can do that. Others like the idea of a still in their man cave or she shed. I mean, is it really complete without one? Finally, there are those that are trying to tap into the rebellious American spirit, like was exemplified during the Prohibition era, as people gathered to connect and share a drink. No matter what your personal need for a still is, Moonshine Still Pro has a still that suits it, and they have parts that you can't find at your local hardware store if you're trying to build your own. I think people want to know more. Where do they need to go? You can find Moonshine Still Pro at www.moonshinestillpro.com. They also have a secret insider site, www.knock3times.com, with the number three, where they often have discount codes and other secret insider content. Bonded in Bourbon is part of the ABV Network. For more information or to advertise on the show, please log on to abvnetwork.com. Bonded in Bourbon is created by Bowen Zell Productions.